Episode 24, How to Get Back on Track with Your 2018 Goals. My name is Dan Mason. In 2012, I was overweight, getting divorced, battling depression, and feeling trapped in a career where I was successful, but bored and unfulfilled. And it's actually the greatest gift I've ever been given. I used my pain as a springboard to discover my life's purpose. Now, I wanna share the same tools and strategies which help transform my life with you so you can live Life Amplified. First of all, my deepest apologies for getting the episode out late this week. That was totally a screw up on my part, but I look at it as a blessing in disguise because now that I am removed from this conference I've been at, I've been surrounded with amazing, inspiring entrepreneurs who've really figured out their purpose, who've brought it to life. Many of these people are the ones who've achieved the dreams that we talk about on this podcast. They left the mind-numbing, soul-sucking career. They started their own business from the ground up and, you know, they turned it into seven and eight-figure businesses that make a huge impact in other people's lives. And there were plenty of people I met too that are still in the early part of that journey. Maybe they haven't fully monetized it or replaced their old income, but they are working toward building something that is really adding value to the lives of other people. And it got me thinking just to take a step back and take a look at myself. Where am I at in relation to the goals that I set for myself this year? And there's some places where I have crushed it and there's some other places where I got to pick up the slack and I have to do better, but I want to give you some tools and strategies and some questions, really. These are 10 questions, no matter where you are in your life, to give yourself a report card, but more importantly, set the stage for the next 90 days of your year. So even if you've fallen off track, even if you feel like you have failed or let yourself down, you're just one decision away from getting the car back out onto the road, if not in between the lines. And that's what I want to help you with today. And as I look at where I'm at personally with my goal, this year. You might remember back in that goal-setting podcast I did in January, I set a pretty big business goal for myself that I wanted to replicate my entire 2017 income by the end of first quarter of this year. And that was a scary thing for me to even speak out loud. I was like, oh my God, because I knew I was going to hold myself accountable to all my listeners that I had to follow through. And I didn't really see the path on how to do it sort of an overwhelming goal. Like, how do you make 365 days of income in the first 90 days of the year? But I will tell you that, you know, it's one of the important truths that I believe is that our job is simply to design the what for our life. We just have to have the foresight and the vision for what we want to do while simultaneously releasing the attachment to how. You know, this is how the universe works. You set an intention and then you have to look at every new relationship, every new opportunity that presents itself as a potential answer to the prayer that you have for your life. So here's what I will tell you. My goal, I did not replicate my income in the first quarter of this year. However, I only fell $1,500 short. (laughs) Like, I I chalk that up to a win. Because back in January when I was talking to you, I had no idea how this was going to come together, but I just had faith that it would. And by the way, I think it was about six or seven days into April is when I surpassed the revenue for all of last year. So that was a huge win for me. You know, I had another big win. I moved to New York City. You know, this represents a lifelong dream for me to be here in New York and be hanging out in the 
awesome energy of this incredible, incredible city. And there were some other places in my life where I didn't get it together, namely with my health goals. And there's some places there where I've got to reset. And I'll tell you how some of these questions I'm going to share with you today are really helping me get back on track with the things that I didn't focus on while also helping me propel myself forward to set myself up for a great rest of the year. So I don't know where you're at right now. Maybe you listened to my podcast back in January and you took furious notes and you felt really on fire and then life got in the way. You got sick or there was a problem in your family or you were busy with your kids or maybe you got laid off from your job. These things happen. There are going to be challenges and setbacks anytime we're working toward an awesome goal in our life. But if you're not quite where you want to be, here are the questions and I'm going to give you 10 of them today that I would love for you to write down, spend some time, reflect on these, journal about them within the next 24 hours and let's get you back off the show shoulder of the road back out onto the highway, if not in between the lines. So the first question I'm going to ask you, you've heard me say this before, and you've heard me say it multiple times on this podcast, but it's not something that you ask yourself just once in a lifetime. You know, this is something that becomes a daily devotion. I believe this is the absolute foundation of building an extraordinary life, but you got to go back and revisit it and ask yourself, what is my purpose? Because that is your North Star. That is what you have to stay aligned with every single day. It is your reason for getting out of bed in the morning. And it's the reason why anybody should care if you do. It's those emotions that you're cultivating within yourself that make you feel alive and you share with other people. You give those emotions to them through your service. You know, I've said it before, purpose is not your job title, but your job is a vehicle through which you bring your purpose to life. So once you know your purpose, the second question that you're going to ask yourself is what is my vision? Now, those probably sound very similar on the surface, but they're not. You know, purpose is more about your mission and your vision is how am I going to make it happen? How am I going to make it real on earth? My purpose statement is very abstract and I'll share it with you right now. I was born to accept myself and my higher power and to feel the joy that results from inspiring other people to do the same. You know, so my life is all about self-acceptance. That's what I want to cultivate each morning when I get up. I want to accept myself. I want to accept the circumstances around me that are not in my control. And then what I want to do is help other people accept themselves and where they're at and accept what their mission in this lifetime is. And when I'm doing that, I'm feeling the most joy I've ever felt in my life. That is when I am the most lit up. Now, that's a very abstract concept, though. The vision is how do I bring that to life? And I've actually had to readjust my vision this year. You might remember last fall, we did the episode with Chris Lee, where he talked about the principles of abundance and prosperity. It's one of my favorite episodes. It's one of your favorite episodes we've done because it's the one that I always get the most emails and positive comments about. You guys have told me you have listened to that podcast like once a week just as a shot of inspiration. So for those of you who are new to the podcast, definitely recommend going back and listening to it. You know, I realized halfway through the podcast, I wasn't really interviewing Chris Lee. He was kind of interviewing me about what my goals and what my vision was. And I said at the time that I wanted to inspire 10 million people across a variety of media platforms to up-level their life, leave behind their soul-sucking job, and create a life of purpose. 
And what's interesting is, is how often a quantum leap can happen in our life where things just move forward at warp speed. Because last month I had the privilege of being a guest on the Elvis Duran Morning Show. And I got to do a 10 minute segment talking about the podcast and talking about what to do if you're stuck in a job that you hate. And that show reaches an audience of 12 million people every morning. I had no idea last fall. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to find 10 million people. At the time we hadn't even made this podcast public yet. I was just putting episodes in the can. And in one morning, I realized I reached the goal. So now I've had to up level and say, now I got to reach a hundred million people to put this message out to. And I want to do it through a variety of different programs. I mean, my one-on-one VIP coaching programs, there's a waiting list for that now. You know, I'm staying pretty much at capacity around the clock. So for me, I want to develop more group programs. I'm going to be launching another one coming soon. Be, you know, keep listening for details on that. It's a great opportunity for you and I to work together, but for you to also have support from people who are on the same path, working toward the same things you are. So that's a big way that I want to do that. I want to create different content and other forms of media. I would love to get into doing some video content soon to go along with this podcast. But that's my vision is 100 million people reached across a variety of platforms through a variety of speaking engagements across the world. So that is my vision right now. It's now moved up to 100 million people through my coaching programs, through a variety of media, audio, video, online, through live speaking engagements. Plan on booking some more of those this year. In fact, if you'd love me to come to your community or your company or your organization, You can always reach out to me through my website. Let me know how I can serve you. But that is what I'm doing right now. 100 million people is the new vision that I have for my life. What is yours? You don't have to know every single detail yet. I heard a great quote from my mentor when we were working together in Phoenix because he hangs out with a lot of these billionaires and the exponential thinkers and the people who are out trying to colonize Mars. And he's working with this one guy, helping him do marketing for his startup company. When he hangs around these people, he always wants to really get into their mindset to see how they think. So he asked this guy, he said, Naveen, when you strategize, what do you do? How many years ahead are you planning? Are you looking at a two-year plan, a three-year plan? And this is what's fascinating. This comes from a billionaire. He said, I know what my goal is and I know what the next 30 days look like and I know nothing else. Isn't that fascinating? That there's no way for any of us to know what's going to happen six months down the road. That we just have to have a vision in mind and we have to know what is the next step in front of us. I think so many people don't even get started. They don't get out of the starting blocks toward their goal because we get so overwhelmed by the big vision we have. We don't know where to begin. And the answer is, is you just begin by beginning. And once you take the first step, the second step will become clear. Once you take that, you'll find the next right move. You don't need to know A through Z. All you need to know is point A in front of you. That's why vision is important. Know your end goal, and then we'll get into how you take that first action step coming up in just a moment. But here's uh, something else to consider when you're thinking about getting back on track with your goals. What are the top two results I want to achieve in the next 90 days? You know, if your goal is to save a million dollars or to earn it, you're probably not going to do it within 90 days. But how could you save the first $50,000 over the course of the next 90 days? How could you get generative and earn that? If you're a person who needs to lose 150 pounds, well, it would be unhealthy if you lost all that weight in 90 days. But hey, how could you lose the first 30? How could you do that? We want to take your macro vision and break it down into micro goals. So what are the top two outcomes that you want to achieve just in the next 90 days. And here's the other thing that you want to know is 
how will you know that those results have been achieved? Because sometimes, you know, it's easy. If you just have a monetary goal, hey, I want to save $10,000, you can look at your bank statement. If you want to lose weight, you can look at the number on the scale, you'll have a good idea. But sometimes your goal is just, I'd like to be happier. Well, how would you even know that you're happier? You know, I want to find my dream relationship. Well, what does that look like? How would you know that you found your dream partner and just not another random hookup from Tinder or Bumble? Get clear on how you know what those results are done. And once you do that, this becomes the next question. What support do you need to achieve those goals? Because you're never going to be able to do it all by yourself. It is amazing how often we are resistant to receiving help in our business, in our relationships, and in our life. And this is a big place for me. I mean, I'll share with you my top two outcomes over the next 90 days is I want to relaunch my group coaching program in the month of May. And I want to sell it out. I want to get everybody enrolled. I want every spot to be taken. And I want to serve this group in a huge way. So that is the next big project in front of me. I'm just finishing up my last group and they've had some amazing results. The people who've been in that group just inspire me on the regular and now I can't wait to do it on a bigger scale with even more people. That one I feel really confident in. The second one has been a struggle for me for quite some time and that's the fact I kind of put on this 17 pounds again. I'm not in the shape I want to be and I have not been able to drop that weight on my own. Part of it just because I haven't really committed to an eating program and the other thing is a lot of the exercise that I used to do when I was younger to get in shape isn't really getting the same results for me once I hit 40 years old. So I know I need to enlist an expert health mentor. I just paid a small fortune to this boutique gym in Manhattan where a lot of these Broadway stars work out to get ripped. And I'm doing a six-week body transformation program where I'm working out with trainers five days a week. I'm going to get some nutrition advice. I'm going to get the right supplements. And so by mid-June, I really want to look like a different person than I do right right now, but that means I have to invest in myself because getting expert mentorship is not cheap. So I've got to make that investment in me and I have to allow myself to receive the support. Where in your life do you need support? Maybe if you're a person who's still stuck on question one, that you don't even know what your purpose and your vision are, and you're just a person throwing things against a wall and staying busy, but never really feeling like you move forward, that's a great opportunity for you to enlist a coach or a mentor to help you out. You know, you're welcome to get on the waiting list and apply at my website creativesoulcoaching.net. I would love to help you. But, you know, maybe the support you need is just around the house. Maybe you have to ask your spouse to step up and pick up their share of the chores. Maybe you have to ask your kids for some help. Maybe you're a parent who's just been spending all your available money on activities for the children and now you got to tell your kids if they're old enough to do so, they got to get a part-time job. You know, you've got to take some of that money and invest it toward your dream. There's nothing selfish or wrong about that. In fact, you're going to teach your kids the value of a dollar and teach them the value of hard work. You'd be amazed how many people come to me and say, well, Dan, I can't, you know, invest in your coaching program. I got a 21-year-old kid who's still living with me and I'm paying the car payment and the cell bill, and the tuition. It's like, whoa, your kid could be part of that solution too. So just allowing yourself to receive support and then delegate some of that. Delegate some of the things off your plate so you don't have to do it all on your own. Here's the next question. If you are serious about getting back on track with your 2018 goals, what boundaries do I need to set? As Marie Forleo says, get on the no train. Who do you need to say no to? 
How many of you out there right now are working 55 to 60 hours a week at a job where your salary is only paying you to work 40 hours a week? You know, I know somebody in my life where she was literally bringing other employees' work home to finish it because she felt bad. She's like, well, they have a family and kids. They can't work late, so I'll handle this. Which is really noble and sweet and maybe great to do it once, but when it becomes a habit, you just run yourself into the ground. There's no energy left for exercise. There's no energy left for her to do any of the hobbies or activities that she wants. Gotta set that boundary. You gotta be able to say no. You know, I would encourage you, go back and listen to the podcast where we talk about how to schedule your day, how to create those times for your dreams. Because once you schedule in the things that are important to you, your self-care, your work commitments, your family commitments, time with your significant other, once all that's scheduled in, there's not a lot of time left. And that's kind of the point. I want you to start prioritizing and getting clear on what needs to go away. What do you have to do less of in order to achieve the life that you really want to create? And that brings to the next set of questions, right? And this is sort of a companion piece. What do I need to do more of? What do I need to do less of? Where are you wasting your time in your life? For me, it's always on social media. I find if I'm procrastinating, I will be like, oh, I'll log on, I'll see what's happening on Facebook. And then two hours later, I'm down the rabbit hole of reading every insightful, bait-clicky political article and looking at cute dog videos. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, where'd the day go? So maybe for you, you need to do less of social media. Maybe you need to do less comparing yourself to other people because that just leads you to self-judgment. It makes you feel like garbage. You're going to be so busy looking at what other people are doing, you're not really staying in your lane and focusing on your dream. And once we take some of these other things off your plate, what do you need to do more of? For me, it's absolutely exercise. That has to become a bigger part of my life. That's why I invested in this membership and this fitness program here in Manhattan. Maybe you need to do more studying or education and figuring out how to start that business you've always wanted. Maybe what you need to do is surround yourself with people who elevate you who support you toward your dream. But get clear on what needs to happen and what you need to stop doing and then get busy putting that into practice. Another great question to ask yourself if you are off track in an area of your life is what patterns of mine are getting in the way of my goals? Some people in self-help will call it sabotage patterns. Oh, this is how we self-sabotage. I hate that so much. Nobody's ever gotten out of bed and says, well, God, I can't wait to sabotage myself today. But we get so overwhelmed, caught up in all these time-wasting activities that just suffocate our purpose. Big one for me is perfectionism. You would be shocked how many times I don't create content or do it as quickly as I should because I believe it needs to be perfect. And the minute I get caught up in perfectionism, it leads to procrastination because then I tell myself, well, I'll wait. You know, I can certainly wait until I got the idea just right and then I'll move forward. Although perfectionism doesn't exist in any creative endeavor that you're trying to do, the plan will never be perfect. It's the same thing that that billionaire CEO was saying. You know, he only plans 30 days out because then he can reassess and course correct when he needs to. Maybe the pattern for you is needing the approval of other people before you take a leap toward your dreams. That's a big one I see happen on initial coaching calls. People tell me about an awe-inspiring dream for their life and they're like, well, I just want you to tell me I can do it. I'm here to support and uplift anybody, but if you're waiting for my permission, it probably means that you're also waiting for your parents to sign off or your spouse or your friends. And by the way, they hardly ever do because anything that's going to stretch you outside of your comfort zone, people want you to be safe, so they'll pull you back in to the shallow end of the pool. And then another 50 years go, 
by and then you realize you've lived an unexpressed life. You know, maybe the pattern that's holding you back is putting your needs last. Maybe you're so busy supporting and uplifting everybody else in your life, you're not taking action toward your dreams. I have a friend like that right now. Wants to get into the entrepreneur space, wants to coach, but maybe a little too caught up trying to support everybody else's dream and what they're trying to build. Easy pattern to get into, but it will absolutely crush you from living your purpose. But get clear on what the patterns of behavior are because we just have to be aware of them. Once we can call it out, there's awareness. You know, for me, I do that. When I find myself getting caught up in my perfectionism crap, then I can be like, oh, there it is again. I get it. I'm afraid I'm not good enough. That's why I want to be perfect. (laughs) And then I can just get busy to creating and just putting it out into the world, publishing rather than worrying about being perfect. But you can only call it out once you're really aware of what the pattern is that's keeping you stuck. And then from there, this is another concept you've heard us talk about on the podcast before, but what is my next grounded action step? It's a great question to ask yourself every day because it gets you, again, out of the macro vision, which can be really overwhelming, and just get you taking the small baby steps. Bethany Watson spoke about this eloquently a few episodes back where she just talked about what is the smallest thing that I can do in this moment that's going to move me forward. And it's easy to judge yourself, well, it's such a small step, it's not enough. But if you're taking two or three of those small steps over the course of 90 days, that's anywhere between 90 action steps and 270 action action steps. Your life is going to look entirely different 90 days from now if you stepped up with that level of consistent action. So the baby steps are what are important here. My next grounded action step today, I told you that I want to release a group coaching program to help people find their purpose. Well, the next thing I'm going to do as soon as I finish this podcast is go into my private Facebook group for the Life Amplified podcast and just create a little survey. I want to ask people, what is the biggest struggle that you're having with your purpose? Do you not know what it is? Do you not think that you have one? Are you unclear about how to bring it to life? Are you not making enough time for yourself? Once I really see what holding people back, I can start to create some free video training that I can release on this topic. But it all starts with just one simple action step. I'm going to poll our Facebook community, which by the way, would love for you to join me there. We're coming up on like 400 people around the world. Just incredible. I love every person. They're so generative and supportive and just sharing what's going on in their life and supporting the other members. You can find us facebook.com slash groups slash life amplified. Once you know your next grounded action step, gotta get control of the schedule. What does your schedule need to be in order to make this happen? That's the next big question. If it's not in writing, if you're not writing these things down, they don't exist. If you're just waking up in the morning, immediately diving into your iPhone, you're not being intentional about your day. If you're starting out in email, you're just putting yourself at the mercy of everybody else in the world's vision for your life. You've got to keep a schedule. I mean, I keep mine three to four days in advance. You know, I'm balancing clients, content creation, meetings I'm taking, just with the basic life chores. You know, at some point today, I got to go out and grocery shop, but that is right there in my schedule. I know where I can fit that in and how I can do it. And then here is another huge question for you is what are going to be your daily non-negotiables? What are you going to commit to every single day that is just a non-negotiable in your life? 
Big ones for me right now, sleep. You know, since I've made this move from the eastern shore of Maryland up to New York, I just don't get the amount of sleep that I used to. Pretty noisy down there on the streets. You hear the garbage trucks at night and you hear all the traffic. And that can become very difficult. All of a sudden, I find myself up till 12.30, 1 in the morning. And then that alarm goes off at 6.30 and I'm like, ugh. Start up feeling tired and lethargic every day. Exercise, big non-negotiable for me. That's why I'm starting this new fitness program coming up in about a week and a half. Already signed up for it, paid my money, can't wait to dive in. That's going to be important to me. And the other non-negotiable for me the rest of my life is having expert mentorship that I can access. I will always spend and I will spend significantly to talk to people who are further ahead than me on the path who can help show me the way because as I continue to grow, I have more that I can share with you. This is the tension of life is you're simultaneously a student and a teacher at all times. You're learning from the people further ahead than you so you can move forward while you're simultaneously just reaching back and offering a hand to the people behind you helping them on their journey. That's the only way I can continue to show up for you each week is if I'm investing in myself and pushing myself to move forward. So 10 questions for you and I will review them for you right now. What is my purpose? What is my vision? What are my top two results I want to achieve in the next 90 days? How will I know those are done? What support do I need to achieve those goals? Where can I delegate? What boundaries do I need to set? Who will I say no to? If I'm saying yes to everybody else, ultimately I'm saying no to me. What do I need to do more of and less of? What patterns of behavior are going to stand in the way of me accomplishing these goals? What is my next grounded action step? What does my schedule need to be to make this happen? And what are my daily non-negotiables? What I would love for you to do is to spend some time reflecting on these questions and then come join us in our private Facebook group. I would love to know what new decision are you going to make today? How are you going to keep the train on the tracks moving forward? How are you going to make 2018 the year that you make significant progress toward the life you want without putting it off another six months? You know, I talked to a gentleman the other day who was always talking about his six-month plan, but he says he's had the same six-month plan for the last, like, four years. Hate that, because that six-month plan, it's just, you know, close enough where you feel like you're really going to take action, but far enough into the future where you'll never do it today. And I'm telling you, whatever the life is that you want to achieve, wherever you want to be six months from now, six months starts in this moment. It starts with a committed decision. And I hope this podcast inspires you. There is no shame in falling off on some of your goals. And you can't focus all your attention on every goal at once. For as much as I'm crushing it with my business this year, the health goals aren't going the way I want. So that's why I'm making this shift and a pivot to really invest in my health goals because I know that that will just drive my business forward. I'll have more energy. I won't be tired. I won't be lethargic. I can show up for a full schedule of clients every day. I can make this content for you. And the same is true in your life. So hopefully this helps you find clarity. Come to our private Facebook group. We have a link for you in the show notes. Be sure to share your aha moments and your breakthroughs. And don't forget, if you're interested in working with me 
Or if you'd like to email me for information on that brand new group program that I've got starting soon, you're going to hear more about it in the coming weeks. But if you'd like to just reserve your place for it right now, you can email me through my website, creativesoulcoaching.net. And you can always reach out to me directly, slide up in my DMs on Twitter or Instagram, where you can find me at CSC. Dan Mason. Thank you so much for being here, guys. This is just a topic that lit me up. You know, anytime I get into a conference where I'm surrounded by people who are crushing it, it just shows me where I want to get to in the next level of my life and also just lights me up to inspire you to do the same thing. You don't have to settle any longer. You don't have to be chained to your desk. You don't have to stay in a toxic relationship that isn't serving you. It is time to turn down the volume on your negativity, turn up the volume on your purpose, and I'll be here supporting you every step of the way so you can live life amplified. I'll talk to you next time.